Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of Keeping Current. This is Thad Bell from the Kansas City Soccer Journal. I have a new guest with me, uh, a person who is joining our site to be uh, hopefully a very regular contributor, uh, Keaton Code. Is that the right way to say it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. I always worry about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> Keaton, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. Um, I just graduated from high school from Malatha Northwest. And next year, I am going to Creighton University to play on their soccer team and to major in broadcast journalism. But I've just had a lot of cool opportunities these past few weeks uh, to work with some amazing people. And I've been getting really involved with uh, Kansas City Current. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just really excited to be on the podcast today. Uh, really happy to have you on. It's uh, I don't just like randomly invite, you know soccer players from around the city on so yes well i i do but they have to be playing for a professional team first yes yeah yeah. but i, I came across you because you were doing something out of the current and i thought you guys were doing a really good job at it and yeah uh, plus the fact that i understand you're a really good soccer player in your own right so <laughs> thank good knowledge thank you yeah i mean i've been playing for geez like over 14 years now um, and so I, I just love the game. I love watching it. I love learning from it. And so, um, and it helps me not only as a player, but also in what my future career, hopefully, um, as a broadcast journalist. So I, I love the game. I think you're going to do well at this. Uh, I just already seen what you do at this age. And I know you're just going to be amazingly better as you continue to grow. Thank you. What, what position do you normally play? 
Okay, so I play the six, um, like defensive center mid, and it kind of, I mean, the role kind of depends on how each team sets up and their formation and stuff, but I have always been known as a super vocal leader on the field, and the six is really that position that allows me to do it. I've been told that I'm a second coach on the field, so <laughs> I pretty much, I just go like this the whole game, and how can I connect the lines together, and how can I communicate, and, you know, get the energy up, and um, I'm also, uh, I, I know I'm five, three, but I do, um, I'm pretty good on aerial balls. I will head it. I mean, in my high school games, I think I averaged like 13, 14 headers a game on like aerial balls and stuff. And so the six allows me to do that too. And, you know, just get numbers up and just connect the lines. That's really my, my job on the field. My experience of watching a lot of soccer is it's actually often the shorter person who is better at the headers because they have to work <laughs> harder. Yeah, exactly. I, a lot of people, I will like climb up people's backs to like get over because I'm like, I have to win this. Like I know I'm shorter, but I, I know I can win this. So I just have to like, see how quickly I can climb up their back to head it over. Okay. So I, I have to admit, I want to come watch at least one of your games now. Cause I just like your, yes, <laughs> the ferocity that you're, exp yes. you're, you're showing yourself here. Please do please. You can come up to Omaha whenever. So yes. All right. Cool. Um, Okay, the reason we're getting together is we were, watched the Kansas City Current game last night. I was there shooting. I know you weren't able to be there because you had some high school senior, former yep. high school senior duties to do. Yeah, so many of them, yeah. Uh, but I know you watched it partly last night and some today. What was yeah. What was your first thoughts from that game? Well, so I was after, you know, we had talked yesterday, I was like, okay, they're going to come out with a lot of energy and a lot of effort. Cause I feel like that's something that just keeps being brought up is that they're going to have so much effort and they need to be exhausted when they come out the field and it's a home game. And like, this is going to be our comeback game, blah, blah, blah. But I just like, I didn't see it that much. Like I, I didn't see the energy and the effort in the game. I feel like dash came out with a lot more energy and they started in that first half. I mean, they came out flying with their press and um I don't know I just I thought that was there was going to be a lot of more energy and effort like right off the bat and I didn't see it right away at least I, I did ask coach Caroline uh yeah. or Bloom I'm terrible at saying that name so I, I am too I from am it. Too. yes <laughs> coach Caroline uh, yeah I did ask her in the the presser you know how she felt about the effort and she said yeah. oh it was fine it was good and Cause she's been very heavily criticizing that for the last couple, three, four games actually in yeah. different ways. Yeah. I thought it was a little better and yeah. it was a lot better at the end of the game. I agree with the new, when the subs came in, mm -hmm. I agree. They, they made a difference with being fresh or just the players themselves. Cause sometimes they, the focus will be the, the team didn't do this, but maybe it's those players are just not good at that. So yeah, you know I what I mean? I, I think um, Hammy brought a lot of energy. I think when she came on and then, I mean, they scored that second goal, then she came on and I think the energy really picked up with her. So I think that was good. And I think Michelle Cooper brought a lot yesterday. I think she had a lot of energy. Um, but I don't, I, I personally think that a lot of energy comes from the press. And I think if we can get numbers up and start pressing them early and like legitimately all going as a team, I think that'll bring energy up and that'll bring effort because then we can attack them on the transition. You know, if we, it's a lot easier to score if you win it in their half than winning it in yours and having to build out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, and it's, it's definitely a style that works a lot. And especially when you're struggling a little bit, if you can all press at the same time and, and like you said, turn right. it over, you get more opportunities, maybe not 
all high quality opportunities, but you get more opportunities and right. thus usually you get a few more goals. Right. And I think, I think confidence built, I think something is they need to build their confidence back up because they've been just like down and down and down. But I think if they can, you know, get on, especially in the first half, if they can win the first half and get that energy and get the press and get um, just confidence. Like I think they're a team that builds off of confidence. Like it's, uh, usually when we get one goal, we're getting the next one right away. And so it just shows that once we get a goal, then we're, we're really hard to beat, but we just have to get that first goal. And it's also vice versa, though. When they give up the first goal, they usually give up right. another one right away. That right. was at least a positive yesterday was they didn't give up another one in the first five minutes. Of course, it was right at the yeah. end of the first half that they gave up right. the first one. Right. Uh, is this probably a good time to like just analyze what went wrong with each of those goals? Yeah, know? I think so. I mean, I think I have to say the first compared to the second. The second goal is like, OK, it's off of a set piece. That's a little bit different. But the first one, the back line really got broken down on that one. They had that ball wide. They they switch it to the left side. And then we all our backs were turned. We didn't see that one behind. And boom, they switch it immediately again. So as soon as we all turn to go to get that ball, they're switching it again. And she turns right away and it's a back post shot. I mean, they really they're we were talking yesterday with Coach Caroline. That's how you say it. I always feel yeah. Coach Caroline. Okay. And we were talking with her and she said that uh dash on their transition. That's where they're really, really dangerous. And so I think that's why she put the five back in. So that way we could kind of try and minimize the transition. But they got us totally like on our heels, played it wide, cut it back in, and she was just able to turn and hit it. I mean, that was I think we did a pretty decent job defensively, especially in the first half. I don't think they broke us down too much, but I think when they were able to transition on us and we weren't able to get our numbers back, that's when they were really dangerous if they switched the ball side to side really quickly. I think that the whole formation kind of played into what she wanted to do is allow them to have a little, the little bit of the ball and bring it in and then yeah. turn them over. Right. Because uh, I asked her if she wanted to suck them in and transition on them, and she said yes. Right. And it just didn't work as well as they had hoped maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. it, it, kind of looking at that, the, the formation, uh, I know is, is listed as a five, five, three, two, or some variation of that just depends yeah. on how you kind of look at things. But yeah. I really saw Jenna Weinbrenner and Di Bernardo actually kind of both being a six, yeah. kind of a double pivot back there. Not all the yeah. time when we go forward, when we go back, but as they were yeah. defensively, they were both in that, that double pivot, which I think helped minimize Houston's chances early. I agree. Yeah. I, I think we do a great job of getting numbers behind the ball. I mean, there was one time I remember we had eight numbers in the box compared to their like five. So we do a really good job. I think getting numbers back and trying to stop that transition. But the thing is dash is going to keep going and they're just going to look for that one time that we're caught off guard. Like you really, you can't just like relax. You know, I mean, and not that they were, were relaxing, but right. the thing is Dash is going to keep looking for that quick switch. And I think that we just got caught off guard because I think we had like two or three back on that because they just got us again on the transition. We just couldn't get numbers behind. And so, What Houston did well on that first goal is they basically uh, ended up isolating Ordonez on Croy Soto. Mm -hmm. yep. as, a, as a rookie, I mean, I, 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 I sometimes hesitate to say, you know, rookie mistakes or anything like that because – yeah to get to this level, to be a rookie, you had to have played for 15 years or however. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so it's not like you're totally inexperienced at that point, but it's, right. you know, the speed, the quality and all that just changes. Right. And she didn't defend poorly on that. She just got yeah. beat by a much better player. Right. Well, how, I mean, how many years has Ordonia been playing? 
I mean, she's just, she's more experienced and that's a difficult place too. I mean, that turn, she really got around her. That was a beautiful turn. And I mean, it's a dangerous place to get a ball. And I think, honestly, I did write down, I think we do a decent job at 1v1 defending. Usually they keep their feet very well and they're able to delay at least to get numbers behind. But I mean, I think a ball like that, I mean, it was a beautiful ball in, she turned and just hit it right away. So, I mean, yes, it's like that rookie side, but it's also like, I mean, that's a beautiful, she's such an experienced player, like against that, that's difficult to defend any day. And actually, Ardonia's is only 21, so she's not that old. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, never mind then. But She's still, just she's... a very talented player. Uh, yeah, very, very talented. And she she was really – she got in that space, like, perfectly timed, and she knew exactly what she wanted to do. She knew she wanted to turn right and hit it back post – or I guess it was near post and on her side, but yeah. – she's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's on the Mexican national team. She was uh, with, I think, North Carolina last year, moved to Houston this year. Yep. Just very talented player. Yeah, she's good. Her and uh, what's her name on Dash up top? Starts with an S. Salmon. Um, yeah. Salmon. I think so. Yeah, they're very, they're really good together. I think they connect really well. Dash's front line is very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Yeah. All around. I thought they were going to be very dangerous this year, and it's not really turned out yet. So. I know. I think, I think, okay, so I was... Dabinia and uh, Bernardo, they were both out at the beginning of the season too. And I think we're like behind, like, obviously that was our ninth game, but I think like we're on like the fourth or fifth game of everyone actually playing together. So I think like we're kind of behind because we have a lot of new people in the starting lineup. Hammy's coming back. Michelle Cooper's kind of getting, you know what I mean? So I think our starting lineup at the beginning of the year is completely different than it is right now. So I think that we're trying to like play catch up right now because we don't have the same personnel that we did at the beginning, which is good. I mean, we're getting people back from injuries, but I think it's just, they're really trying to relearn how to play with each other. Yeah. And this team will be very different later in the year. Cause you're still missing Morgan Gattreau, uh, Desiree Scott, uh, yeah. Alex Loetta is, has been, she started the season, which was a, a good thing, but then she got hurt. So she's been out. Yeah. Uh, Hannah glass, which is uh, a, a top, top uh outside back can't remember yep. if she's right or left but i think she's right mm-hmm. uh, she can play outside back or wing uh, yeah so that will help their defense and they're getting up the field yeah but, and then uh also clara laboge who was here last year but uh tore acl or mcl whichever one it is yeah and she'll be back in the middle of this year again they being back doesn't mean they'll be back to form they have to to work back into it of course right so it'll be a much different team later this year but they problem is they might be out of it by the time they have their full lineup right well and i feel like they're they've had like their injury report has been significantly i mean i just think that it's very it's impacted their play i mean oh. obviously no one wants injuries and stuff like that but i feel like they're having super key players are the ones that are getting all these injuries and then they're having to adjust and move people around and stuff like that so i think it's impacting them a lot more than people think Oh, it is. Uh, but I mean, in the off season when they signed uh, Di Bernardo and Morgan Gattro and Dabinia, it was like, okay, there's your midfield, and mm-hmm. that's your starting midfield. And then none of them were available at the beginning. Cause yeah. Still don't. They've been so secretive in the past about injuries, but uh, I don't know why Di Bernardo was out in preseason. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Know I think was carrying over from last year. And then Dabinia got hurt playing against the U.S. actually in the She Believes Cup. Hmm. So that definitely impacted that early part. Yeah. Players playing that you weren't 
hoping to be starters. And then right. also Hamilton, because we don't know what happened to her that she didn't she start. Would, yeah, hers was when well, she's just now coming back to. So that's like, well, okay. So I was going to say with the lineup, what's going on with Lowe? Do you know? I, I don't. I just wonder if it was more of a uh, bring her on to be the the changer, the game changer, as they like to call them. Yeah. I was just, I was confused not to see her in the lineup because I, I think her and Dabinia work really well together in the middle. I think they connect. I mean, I think because I think they have a similar mindset of quick. I think they like to bounce it really quick and get yep. into the space. And so I think they work really well together. So I was just surprised not to see Lowe in the lineup. Yeah, it's it's not something I can say why for sure. So it's pure speculation. But right. I just wonder if the coaches did not see the effort or all of that. And yeah. again, Lowe is is getting up there in age. Yeah. Or- well, and, yeah. So maybe she was just wanting to give her a little break to come on and make the change because we saw how right. different they were when they all came, when the they made those subs. Yeah, the, I I really have to say I I was getting confident that we were going to come back in the second half because they I think it was I I think it was really when Hammy came in I started seeing like some some pace and we started getting more opportunities up and I think just our energy went up overall so I think if we would have had that earlier. Um, I think the game would have been a lot different, a lot Definitely. different. It, um, probably would have been a lot different if they'd have kept it at one goal down too. <laughs> I agree. That second goal, well, I it was Michelle Cooper's mark. Yep. Because I watched it back, and I mean, she. The thing that we are not aerially, that's not our strength. No. I think we're really, really good with the ball at our feet. That is really where we excel. The ball's diagonal back, like that's where we excel. But I think aerial balls, that's what, like, that's where teams kind of get us. And so when they're bringing back, when they're bringing up a center back, she's obviously good with her head. So you need to put someone on her. You know what I mean? Like if there's someone that they're bringing up purposefully from the defense, they're probably an impact player in the box. So you're going to want to make sure you man, like mark that up. So I, yeah. Typically for a a situation like that, teams will either be a very much man on man type of situation. You know, you take this player, you take that player, or you'll kind of play a little bit of a zone. Like you'll designate, three good players, you know, that you will just get that ball out of here if it comes into your, your area. Right. Exactly. And they're failing to do either of those. Yeah. They're not, I feel like they just need, I don't know if they need like a vocal voice on the field or something. I think they just need someone that's going to take charge on the field. If that makes sense. Like someone, it doesn't matter where it is, but someone that's just going to put their foot down and say, all right, let's pick it up. Like we need to, here's your mark. Like, let's go. Like, I think just someone on the field, I mean, granted, we're not down there. We're not hearing what they're saying, but I think that might help them too with their momentum. And there definitely is some of that because I am down there kind of, we're close. Oh yeah. You're taking pictures. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I think with each line, with each, you know, section of the game, you will have maybe different people step into that. So yeah. On a, on a set piece, on a defending a corner kick or a set piece, the the keeper and maybe a, a, a center back has to be in charge. They have yeah. to be saying, here's what you do. Right. Uh, and they they have in the past been praising highly Croy Soto for her vocal ability, which when mm-hmm. she started playing, that was when they went on that three-game win streak yep. also. I know yep. that was the same time the coaching change. Uh, There's a lot of things going on there, you know, different emotions, right. you know, the the new coach bump, if you want to say. <laughs> but they had highly praised her vocal ability 
Yeah. And I just wonder if she's lost, maybe again, this is pure speculation. So, yeah. but I wonder if she's lost a little bit of that with having been party to having given up some turnovers and such forth yeah. in the last few games. Maybe like a confidence thing. Right. Well, I know Addison um, is also pretty vocal on the field. Sometimes. So I think maybe they are trying to balance that, you know, cause she's right. starting, not starting. So I think maybe they're trying to adjust to that. I think it's just a lot of changes in the lineup each week. So I think they're having to learn to play with different people every single week. It, it does make it tough. Uh, but again, they're professionals and practicing with each other five days a week. So it's, <laughs> they should be able to adjust. <laughs> they should be able to that's, just at least a little bit better, right? That's true. Yes. Well, okay. Did you see um, Dash's coach gave, it was Katie Lynn, like a little piece of paper. Did you see that? Yeah. What? I wonder what it was. It was like 10 minutes left in the first half. I was wondering what it was. Well, I, I know she... I, I need to go look at the photos. I might have been able to got a, get a shot of that picture. That I doubt. I I'm doubting that I probably can zoom in close enough to see what was on it. But I definitely will try. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try. Well, I wonder what it what because I mean I don't know if he was t- saying like hey you need to get some like I I just was wondering what it was. I think it was probably a. I'm guessing it was a visual representation of what he the formation and where he wanted everybody to play. Yeah. She ran out and showed a couple people and. Okay. Usually a player runs on and says, you, you take the, this, this spot, that spot, I take this spot. Right. That might've just been a visual representation of it. Okay. God, I I was just like, I I was confused at what it was. So please look at your pictures if you can see what it was, because now I'm really interested. Oh yeah, I I will. I've, I I got, by the time I got home last night and not needing any photos for stories, because I I loaded up a couple to a a site for the person who did our recap, uh, Cindy, Cindy Lara. Mm Mm-hmm. And she did a good job with that, but I didn't really dive into it. I was like, yeah, by the time I got home, I stayed late last night because they did the pool reporter thing because of the controversial no call on the the penalty uh, in yeah. the 90th minute. Yep. Uh, so just uh, being an active player, did you see that as should have been a penalty or not? See, I, I don't know. I'm like a little bit. The thing, there's some calls because it actually happened at my high school game on Tuesday to keep us from going to state. It was a ref call and um, it should have been, it should have been two, two. And then they, it's this whole story. Anyways, I don't, I don't know. I, I do trust those ref. I mean, they're, they're there for a reason and, but they do make mistakes too. But I also see it as like, would it have changed the game? I mean, yes, you want to get a goal, but I, I think it would have been different if it was 2-1 already or 1-0, but I think because it would have just been one goal, I I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I know if I was in their position, I would be going up to the ref and having a conversation with them, oh, but yeah. I, it's it's kind of tough to tell. And, you know, I, I mean, you were on the field, so you probably, what did, what did you think from that? Actually, I'll be honest, I didn't even see it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> from the angle I was at, uh, mm-hmm. it was right in front of me, but I'm, I think I'm probably shooting more on the shooter. So I don't have the right. wide view at that point. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go again. This is a photo. I'm going to go back and check through everything I shot to make sure because yeah. I'd love to have a good shot of it. Yeah. But it also would have been her back towards me. So it would okay. have been less that I would have been able to tell that. Right. But right. When I got off the field and I saw the the controversy. Yeah. I mean, I knew that they were calling for handball there, but I just didn't know exactly what happened. Right. Uh, I I looked at the the video and stills from it, and I'm like, yeah, that looks like it could have been, should have been. Yeah. So the uh, the other reporter normally here, Daniel Sperry, wasn't on site, but he uh, 
texting me saying, Hey, ask the question. So I like, so I scrambled <laughs> and right. yeah. got the question asked and did a response. And uh, let's see what's because I, we asked uh, what did the referee referee see that she thought there was no handball and yeah. the, the, the uh, dash defender had her arm in a natural position close to her body and therefore was not guilty of a handball offense. We tried to ask again. The The follow-up question was, it appeared to be extended from her body, making it larger. Yeah. And she responded with, it was in a natural position. It was close to her body. So, no. little shortened version there. See, I just think, like, that's such a, you know, every other rule. It's like offsides. Like, they right. were past the defender. Like, that's straight. That's like a rule. You know what I mean? But It's pretty it clear to- within a couple inches. Right. But then you like think about like handballs and fouls and stuff. That's when they get kind of like touchy because it's like, how do you know if that's, you know what I mean? Like some people that might be a natural position or like when you put your hands up here or something like you're making yourself. So I think, I just think handballs are so like they can go either way. It just kind of depends on what the ref sees and what the ref kind of thinks. So I don't, I think that sucks, but I also think it is kind of a good thing that it wouldn't have necessarily changed the game. It's still a loss. I mean, I know they could have gotten some energy, but do you know kind of what I'm saying? I think it would have been a lot different if it would have been just like one Oh or two one or something like that. It it could have made a huge difference in the fact that if they had, had got the penalty and scored on it, they still had seven minutes and momentum, uh, which they fed off of a lot that a lot of that last season is true. very late goals and to get ties and wins. And that's that is true. Uh, so you, you never know. And it's, right. it's one of those, I hate for refs to, I understand, I can understand it, but I would hate for him to call fouls based upon the time of game. That's true. It's a yeah, foul or that's not. True. You can't. Yeah. You, I mean, it's not over till it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was the 97th minute and she was about to blow the whistle anyway. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't bother. But, at the flip side of it, I'd rather see it just called when it's going to be a foul or. Right. Exactly. Like a foul's a foul. It doesn't matter when yeah. I know it's hard. I mean, if you do get a good shot of it, of having, I mean, I would actually be so interested in seeing that because I, I mean, seriously, like, I don't know why they don't go back and look at photographers pictures to call it. Cause I mean, you guys have the best view of it. Well, uh, it, sometimes the, uh, actually in the old FC Kansas city days when they were playing at UMKC, mm-hmm. there was a foul that the referee, I, I can't remember exactly how it went now, but I'm pretty sure he said it was not in the box. And the referee assessor actually knew me. He was he was in charge of the referees. And he uh-huh. came over and I was talking to him. So I pulled it up and showed him on the back of the camera. I said, yeah, it was very clearly inside the box, like a foot uh-huh. inside the box. And he goes, yeah. send me that photo. We'll have a talk with that guy. He can't change the game at that point. But still, I mean, having like... right. Wow, that's hilarious. You they need to do it quickly and look back at the instant replay. <laughs> well, and uh, that's the thing is NWSL has VAR now, so they could right. have uh, they in theory look at every play like that. But, so I could see I'm very sympathetic to the referees in the fact that the angle, the speed, uh players in the way, a lot of that yeah. can change what they see and what we yeah. see on a TV screen after the fact is completely different than what they see. So I'm, I'm right. often very sympathetic with that. Right. Well, especially in the box, there's like 10 girls running around. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't see everything. And a lot of times you're focused more on who's hitting it. And then it's like, oh, I didn't even, you know, and but in this case, like how close was it, the arm to the body versus being out right. a little bit. Right. And when you're looking straight at somebody, it's a lot harder to tell that than, than a side view, which the camera, right. the, the video camera had. Right. But that's the VAR job is to say, hey, perhaps you made a mistake. Right. And yeah. or you clearly made a mistake. 
And yeah. I just think a lot of VAR has been not very uh, assertive about that lately. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's very rare to see people call back their call. If yeah. that's how you say it. I mean, cause a lot of, I mean, it's just like, well, no, nah, we're just going to keep it. And it's like, kind of changes the game but whatever yep. um speaking of cameraman did you see um rodriguez yes that, like parkour thing that was hilarious and, that, and that's the shot that i know i don't have because i was i get the, you can't shoot every single second of every game right so right right I'm sitting there watching and so uh, also trying to see how things are going and stuff like that so sometimes when it's too far away or too much of an angle or something like that i may not be shooting and i'll be trying to watch what actually happens because i want to be able to talk about the game right and yeah so that was that was pretty funny well done. yeah I, she like i don't i don't even and she got like right back into it i mean yep. she, did, she didn't skip a beat that was that was funny but a, uh one reason i like izzy yeah she's awesome well and she's really good with her left foot on that side i think she i think she does a good job of connecting us um but something that i would like to see if we do five in the back i think we could have got our wing backs involved a lot more I think that would have helped get numbers up and get more of a press because I think everyone was so afraid of their transition that everyone was just sitting in. Like you could see if they're dribbling down um, Izzy's side. I mean, there's literally four people just like right here, like going back together. So I think, I mean, that's good to have that transition, but I think we just had to get those numbers up, like get them up, get them into the attack. You still have three behind you. You still have DiBernardo sitting at the six, get everyone else up again in the press. I think that also does start at the wing backs as well. So, so just making it clear, you would rather have a lot of opportunities and maybe lose five, four than to lose two, zero. I think I mean, more entertaining, right? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I think like talking to coach, like it sounds like they, they're just like, let's get back into it. Like, I think at this point, not saying they don't have anything to lose, but I mean, just go for it. Like, seriously, like take a risk, take a chance because soccer, you can't just sit in and be scared because yeah, you can lose by getting scored against, but you also can't win if you don't score. Exactly. So I think if they step up and they press and they get those outside backs up, because that was a lot of ways that Dash was getting out is they were building and we'd send, we'd send Mimi and we'd send CC and then we'd kind of send Abina, but then they'd Dash would just sit in those spaces in between and they would just build out. So it's like, then they're eliminating three of our players. So if we, if they go, we all need to go, or if they're going to sit, then we all need to sit. But I think they need to make a decision on that earlier. Cause there were a lot of times where Cece would go and then crap, Izzy didn't go. And then they're just playing in that space behind her. You know what I'm trying? Like, do you, do you see that too? Cause I yeah. just think that if they, if, if three people go, the rest of the team needs to go. And that was one of their strengths last year was with uh, Mace and Delfava as, as the wingbacks, they would get forward uh, mm-hmm. one would step back a little bit more, but they would both try to get forward. And that yeah. was their strength in the attack. And yeah. neither one of them is gr- as a uh, great outside back, like left back, right back backs. They're, they're yeah. good wing backs. Yes, I agree. To, um, yeah. So that's why they were, they were better in that five, three or three, five, however you want to describe it type of situation. Yeah. yeah. And I just think they got away from it earlier this year. Yeah. They don't have the players to play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't have a true I, outside back. I, I, I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't think we have outside backs. I think we have wing backs and I think Kate, I mean, obviously she's on in, but Mace, like they go up. That's like, it, that is like kind of, but I think now they've been trained to like, Oh, sit back. But yeah. like you said, we had so much success. Like I, I truly believe that. And this isn't with every team, but I think with the people we have now try out a press, like get numbers up, see if we can 
uh, counter because I think when we win the ball up high and we go at speed, Dabina is really difficult to deal with. Mimi Larson is really difficult to deal with because when they're going quick, their runs are quick. They're moving defenders around. I think if we can win it farther up, I think we're going to have more success because we haven't had a lot of success building out of the back so far. Yeah. And there's going in that whole effort and uh, pressing, there just was not enough movement at times last night. Yeah. Especially, especially when um, uh, Cassie had the ball. I mean, there were a lot of times where it was just stand still. Yep. I mean, it's just like people weren't moving. I think some of our midfielders were moving around, but there was very little movement. And again, aerial balls are not our strength. We have to keep it on the ground. We have to keep, like, I think they had the ball in our half way too much. And I don't think we do well under that pressure because Dash, again, is a high-pressure team. And that's when turnovers happen. That's when mistakes happen. That's when – I mean, Dash had how many corners? So, like, a lot of corners, and obviously they were successful off of them. So, I think getting the ball up and trying to play in um, Dash's half or our opponent's half will help us a lot. So I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, we only have a few, more, few, few minutes left on our, our – this cheap oh, free zoom here i okay, know we talked longer than expected didn't you yeah i know i was like i could just talk all day about this i yeah see I, this is why i i just love talking soccer so that's why i do podcasts i mean i like yeah. for people to listen but the biggest reason is i just want to talk soccer with people especially yeah. and i i really like having you on here because you have a good soccer knowledge Thank i'm not you. saying that everybody we have on doesn't have great soccer knowledge but yeah you really are breaking down the game because you are a current player you play you're a player that's playing right now. I don't want to say you're a current player. I know uh, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> maybe one day, right? Um, Hopefully, yeah. I'll, I'll be rooting for you. So I'll be, I'll be like, I'll be putting you on my list of players to draft in three years. How about Perfect. that? Or Perfect. well, I don't know. Maybe come out in two years. I don't know. Perfect. But, um, uh, but we'll be working on that. But I just appreciate that you have that knowledge and that that you're analyzing it from the player perspective of if I was out there, what would I be doing, kind of thing. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it helps. I think just because I'm like, I can put myself in their shoes. I've played almost every position on the field. And so I'm like, well, and I've had some amazing coaches, um, coach Facile for current. I've, yep. I've been coached by him and I kind of see what, how his coaching styles are. So I could see how they would translate to current too. But I, I just think that we would have a lot of success if we got the wing backs up because it would just eliminate that space. And I think that we should just take a chance and just you know, hope that our two or three center backs, however we're playing, are strong enough and are able to do that 1v1 defending. So I, I always have to play the the counter a little bit to that. Yeah. I do think that one of the reasons they're not doing it is because the back line is young. Uh, yeah. They're, you know, they're rookies with exception of, I shouldn't say they're all rookies. Uh, Robinson and Soto are rookies. Merrick yep. is not a rookie, but she... He's new. Uh, she's still relatively new. Like right. she, this is her third year in the league, but I, but she missed a big chunk of one year because of set out with COVID stuff. Yep. And uh, Elizabeth Ball, who's the most experienced one back there, has been out for almost yep. all the season. Yep. And then you have uh, Jenna Weinbrenner, who has been. Who, this is her second year. You mm -hmm. have Loera, who was a, a good uh, defender, but they ended up moving her to the six, and she was really good there. Yeah. Uh, Weinbrenner has, I think she looked decent at the six the last couple of games. Yeah. But she wasn't always the strongest at a, a center back role. 
I th- I really thought she was going to be one of the better players when she has started as a rookie, but she did. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is she didn't get as much playing time as she maybe should have last year. Yeah, but, and now it's just like yeah. So uh, they just don't have that strong. So they're they're kind of trying to make up for the fact that they don't have the strongest back line by being a little bit more defensive, but then that takes away from their best strengths of the right. being right. Kaiser. Right. Because, I mean, if you look at it and you look at the people on Curran's roster, we should be scoring two to three goals a game. Like, with the people we have up top, we have so much strength, like, offensively. But the thing is, we can't rely on four people to do it. I mean, we have to get numbers up. We have to have that support underneath. That was another thing is I think we struggled to have support underneath. Right. And so we just have to connect our lines because – I, I say we risk, I mean, take a risk and trust our center backs. I know that's difficult because, um, like you said, there there's a lot of rookies back there and they're trying to kind of get in the flow of things. But, I mean, at this point, it's not working keeping five back, so why not just try something new and just push the numbers up? And we had success on it last season, so see if it maybe works again. Yeah, plus I'd rather lose 5-4 than 2-0 because it makes for – at least you have goal celebrations to, for me to shoot. <laughs> well, and it's like – that it's a lot easier to then get energy up if you're scoring. Right. And so like, let's take a chance, get a goal and then see what we can build off of it. So I'm interested to see what they'll do next game because I, I really think that they're going to analyze this game again. I heard coach watch the game four times. Yep. Okay. We have uh, uh, less than a minute left. So any last words on your first podcast with us? I loved it. It was so awesome. Literally time flew. Uh, I could talk soccer all day. So this was amazing. Oh, thank you for coming and uh, appreciate you doing stuff with us now. So uh, everybody stay tuned. Keaton will be doing more stuff with us throughout the summer. And hopefully while she's still at college, she will still be doing some stuff with us. So yep, that's the goal. And uh, watch Creighton women's soccer next year. Yes, please do. Awesome with with Keaton. Hopefully I'll be out there. So cheer on the Blue Jays. (laughs) Uh, I don't have any other last words. So we are out. (laughs) 